Okay, welcome back to Chasing That Bag Podcast, Moneybag Motivation. This is episode 17, if I'm not mistaken, or 18. Um, but we back and we doing it different, like, like how we always do it. Um, we don't have our co-host, but we had a special guest co-host here today. Um, somebody I call a legend in my book and very creative and an artist in her own way in you know it's hard to put one one word because she more than one thing she's a, she's a a multifaceted artist but um she a legend and we got neighborhood maddie in the building what's good what's good what's good chase the money chase the money we live baby <laughs> we appreciate you coming on here for sure i appreciate you for having me most definitely it's only right Okay, we, before um, we start out with the um, the questions, go ahead and let the people know who you are and what you do. Uh, what's good, it's your girl? Uh, as he said, neighborhood Maddie. Um, man, like you said, I do so much. I don't know what to label it as, but um, I'm a photographer, videographer, media specialist. Anything you need, I could do that. Any neighborhood you need me <clears throat> to come in, I'm coming to the neighborhood. And also, besides that, I'm a uh, a singer, so yeah, pretty much do a lot of stuff. Yep, that's why I couldn't put one word on it because I'm like, it, it's not one word for it. You got to say more than one thing. Oh uh, yeah, that's how I feel. Oh yeah, and future community leader because that's what I'm trying to dive into too. Most definitely. But before we uh get into the questions, I, I wanted to ask you a question since you uh said said that it was about with the um the back to school event that you had organized and put together. I wanted to ask you what um went into that, like what inspired you to um want to do that? Uh well, uh Chris Robinson, Turbo Crab, y'all probably know him on Instagram, good friend of mine, and he did the looted documentary. <clears throat> a documentary about Gary and, you know, how it was looted by his own people and his citizens. And they had a panel with, like, uh, different community leaders in the community and stuff like that. And they have uh, the citizens come ask questions and stuff and basically give their input. And a lot of people were saying that they wanted more, like, community-like events. And in my mind, that's something that I always want to do. But really, like, Chris kind of... Um, sparked that in me to just keep what he had going on and then I was talking to um former mayor uh Karen Freeman her uh daughter Jordan Wilson and she was like what you got going uh on and I was like I'm planning a fest but this was just like I was just talking I really wasn't planning no fest I was just talking because I wanted to do one and she was just like you know yeah uh well hit me up if you need anything blah blah, blah like that and I'm just like okay I'm just talking and then fast forward to like two days later, uh, Lee Williams of Terrytown Clothing, he hit me up and he was just like, we should have a three on three tournament. I was just like, all right, because, you know, I was just trying to keep the community engagement going on, take out the, uh, what Chris did. And then <clears throat> we just kept on naming more things and more things. And then he came to me, he was like, we should just have a back to school fest. And it was just like, boom, that's how it came about. Hey, that's crazy. It's, that's crazy. That's it's like everything just aligned. And yeah, because even though you was just saying that you you was manifesting it at the same time, right? And that was that was scary because I'm a, a believer in manifestation, and I see a lot Dang. of stuff to uh to go on go on in my life. Like I pay attention, but that one was just like that really made me be like, okay, 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 okay. The hype around manifestation is just like it is what it is. You speak and it becomes uh. True. So yep. it was pretty dope. 
For real, that's dope. I'm like when I seen that you were that you were organized that and getting that started, I'm like, I was happy to see it because I'm like, we haven't had something like that in Gary in a in a minute. Right. And I um that's how um I had got an interview with the NWI Times and I was just saying that like excuse me, growing up, like those were like events that I looked forward to going to, like the uh back to school three on three tournaments that they used to have or just like the back to school things that they had at um IUN and Yep. I just want to kind of just do something like that because I love kids. Like, I don't know. For some reason, they just got a hold on me. And I know that, like, we older now. So, like, we had, like, a lot of people growing up in Gary to, like, just kind of lead us or kind of show us the way. Of course, we had we had some people, you know, who didn't. But for the most part, like, we had, like, club, like, basketball clubs and just, like, community events. And fast forward to them today, they don't really have, like, a lot of things. And I just feel like, it's up to us. Like the reason that we were able to participate in so many things is because the people before us cared about the community and they cared about us. So I just feel like it's time for us to just do the same. Most definitely. I agree. Heck yeah. I appreciate you for coming out. I was uh, happy that you participated. Cause I thought, uh, I don't know why, but I thought you was in Indy. Nah, I, and I wait before I answer that part. I appreciate you even allowing me the opportunity to be a part because I'm like I didn't know how to even reach out or ask to be a part. So I'm like when um I just I was just thinking about it and I guess that was me manifesting it. Mm -hmm. Next, you know, I had seen that you had texted me on my business page and I'm like that was nothing but God because I'm like I was sure thinking I'm like how can I ask her to be a part of it? I'm like because I ain't want to just go about it uh in the wrong way. Oh, just approach me. I'm super approachable and super down to just work and collab with other people. That's for anybody that's going to listen to this, too, because some people say I look, like, mean or unapproachable, but I'm really just, like, goofy. It's just my, my natural face, so I'm down for any collabs, and everybody can come, you know, just talk to me. Most definitely. Plus, when I, when I first seen you, I feel like you you look like a down to earth person, and that you it, it's not like no BS around you. It's just mm -mm. straight positivity. Yes, I hate drama, and yes, Damn. I hate drama, and I'm I'm low key like timid and got social anxiety, so I really be staying to myself. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Sure. But uh, I forget what was the other part. Uh, yeah, I don't stand um, Indy. I was I've been in Gary since I was born. Oh, I don't know why I thought you was out of any. Oh, because I think I seen you at a a pop up shop or something out there, and maybe you just you just be all over. That's what it is. Yeah, I just be trying to spread my um the brand around and make sure it get more exposure so people can know about it. Heck yeah, I got you on right now. The yellow hoodie, the CTB sure. yellow hoodie. I appreciate it for real. I'm glad you fuck with it. Hell yeah. I mess with all my people up here. I feel like we just doing, I was just thinking about that yesterday. Like, we're doing something so amazing. Like, everybody is just repping their brands or building up their businesses, and everybody are showing love. Like, exactly. and I just think that's just super crazy to me because, you know, the people before us, like, I don't know. They kind of made it seem like it ain't no love in the city, if you get what I'm saying. But yep, no, I completely understand because that's how I, I felt um when I first started. Because I'm like, um, when I told everybody that I was gonna start a brand, like mm -hmm. a lot of people laughed at it and was like, like chasing that bag. What you mean? Like, what bag is you chasing? Like, just saying stupid <laughs> stuff. I'm like, mean? I got a like a good amount of support, but uh, it was a lot of comments. I'm like, 
I didn't let that discourage me. I, it was just like, dang, I thought that these these are people I'd be around almost every day. Exactly. So I'm like, you you not go support uh my vision. You just go shoot it down without even trying to give it a chance. I think with that though, like a lot of people, it don't even be intentionally that they be trying to do that. They just have never tried to work towards something they sell. So they really exactly. just don't understand how you so they think do it's it. impossible. Yeah. They think, oh no, nah, man, that ain't that ain't going nowhere. Like a lot of like I'm like, but all these other brands that you wearing and that you hear of, they started as being right. rarely known of. Then they grew up grew to be what they are today. Exactly. And it just takes people like you that are bold and just wanna pursue something for themselves and do the impossible, as they would say, to make people around here believe. I was watching the Drake interview. Uh, and basically, he was just saying that nobody believed him, be- believed basically in him before uh, with the music stuff. And he was just like, I just got to show them. He was like, I come exactly. from an environment where I just have to show them. And that's what that kind of really like inspired me. And I, I think I said that in one of my songs, like I got a city who got the same dream. So I'm LeBron for the team. And if I want it, I got to show them. Let me let out some steam because it's just like a lot of people like. Yeah, like I was saying, they just don't believe, and it's not their fault. We come from a place where it's not really like a lot to believe in. Yep. But I, I, I could find a lot of um. It's not like a lot, like a good amount, but I could find some stuff, like some people that came from Gary that um was successful with what they did, whether it be music, Michael Jackson, or or acting, or um exactly anything else. A lot of people uh that made it out of him, like it's possible. People just think it's luck. Nah, they that's hard work. They put their exactly. mind to it. Exactly. You got to put the work in in order for for the vision to come to reality. Oh, snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> got to put the work in for the vision to come reality. I like that. For sure, it, it, you got to. But uh, let me ask you the the first question that I got on here. For sure. Okay, the first question is, what inspired you to pursue music, um, photography, and videography, and your neighborhood merch? Uh, so I'll start with music. I come from, like, a musical background. My mom can sing, my brother can sing, my cousins. And I grew up doing musical theater, and I'm a church girl, so, of course, I was around music. And then my mom, she's well-known, like, around Gary for singing everywhere. So, really, she kind of, like, inspired me at first I was running away from music like I was running because I didn't want to be like my mama I don't know why you know you just grow up you just try to do your own thing but secretly like just growing up um watching Beyonce performing in front of the uh the TV uh Chris Brown everything and then fast forward to high school uh I was supposed to go to Westside because I came from Banneker, but they ended up moving the GT program to Emerson. So we went to Emerson, and it was this group. Uh, they were called SGE, and I was in gym class uh, with my friend uh, Kari, and then I knew some other people, and I asked them. I was just like, you do music? Like, I heard your, uh, your songs on SoundCloud. They cold. I want to do music, too. Can I be in y'all group? And then... Fast forward from there, just like I was in the group and I got to learn like about like how to record myself or just learn different outlets for music. Because, I mean, I grew up in a church environment, so the only time I was able to listen to like different kind of music is like playing basketball when I was going on the tournaments and stuff like that. And then my uh, late grandfather, he was a jazz head, so he always was playing jazz when he uh, came to pick us up and then 
in college, I got kicked off the basketball team, and that really made me pursue music because I didn't want to play basketball in no way. So that was God that I got kicked off the team. Yep. And that's how I started pursuing music. And then in college again with photography and videography, I was a communications major, got my degree in uh, communications. And, of course, you know, you be with the camera and stuff all the time. But one of my yep. exes, she had asked me what I wanted for my birthday. I said a camera because – I had took pictures before I went to Embassies of Christ and I was in the photography ministry for a little bit and that was a long time ago, but I always secretly wanted to do that. So in 2016, she had got me a camera and I needed money in college. So I just started taking people pictures for like, I did shoots for like $60. I was doing that for like to get money in college for like a long, long time. And then graduated, worked at Papa John's, worked at, um, what other job? Oh, Dollar General. I like Dollar General, but I hated Papa John's because I had a racist manager, and he was super racist. And I'm real calm, and he was getting me out of my character as to where, like, you know, I was just pissed off. So I was letting them yep. have it because it's like, don't disrespect me like that. And I'm just like, oh, no. Like, I got to find something that I could do where I like to be free. Like, I'm a rebel. I do not like to... Oh, I guess this might be sound told bad. What to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not like to be told what to do unless if it's the right thing, I can understand that. But just in general, I don't like to be told what to do. So I was just like, I gotta find something. So I end up quitting my job. I quit both of the jobs and I just start um taking pictures, uh, like full time. I think my brother friend, his name was Deshaun, he asked me to take pictures of him on his birthday and I uploaded it. And ever since then, like, I kind of been booked. And that's how uh, the neighborhood came across because I used to be, like, uh, support your uh, neighbor, your friendly neighborhood photographer. And then I kind of just took the neighborhood brand and ran with it. Uh-huh. Okay. I see because I'm like, I remember, I don't remember what your name was when I first started following you. Cause I, I remember Million Dollar Maddie. Yep, Million Dollar Maddie. That's why I'm like, I remember, I remember that. Then I'm like, when I seen you come out with the uh, neighborhood, Maddie, I'm like, that's cold. I'm like they got yeah. more of a uh, a ring to it than Million Dollar Maddie. Yeah, that was my uh DJ name in college. Uh like radio DJ name. I had my own radio show and then okay. Million Dollar uh Maddie came from I grew up in Madison Town Homes and I want to be a millionaire so I just played it on there and was just like Million Dollar Maddie and it was my artist name but I knew like that couldn't be my artist name if I wanted to be global so I changed to Omari Noel. That's my real name. And the neighborhood Maddie, it just stick because people just still keep calling me Maddie. So it's just like, you know, you can have an alter ego. Yep. I got one, so I completely understand. Oh, what's yours? <laughs> money bag Tim. Yeah, money bag Tim. <laughs> but um, what inspired um your uh neighborhood merch also? Uh I love clothes. I'm a sucker for clothes. I'll kind of spend my last on clothes, like if I really, really want the clothes. And eventually I want to get away from just like the whole media aspect for that solely being my brand. And I want to be an artist full time, but I also want to uh, still be a businesswoman. So I want to get into merchandise. So neighborhood, uh, the brand, it really just I mean, the clothes really just came from me like I always be dressing and people be like, you ain't going to drop no clothes. So, yeah, I got my new, uh, my brand now about to be Neighborhood Hope Dealer because uh, I seen a dude from NAP. I think he got uh, MVHD, his LLC. So I just changed it to uh, Neighborhood Hope Dealer because 
I did that event and somebody said that. It's just like you a hope dealer, and it's still the uh, initials of neighborhood, so it just all works out. So I'm about to yeah. rebrand myself again. That's cool because I'm like I was thinking that too when I uh seen the name like na- your favorite your uh friendly neighborhood hope dealer. That's why I'm like mm-hmm. that sound cold. Yep. Yeah, I really I, I I like your brand. I like um your designs and how how you got everything because it's not. Everything is original. It don't look nothing like oh somebody oh this kind of look like nah it looked completely original and that identifies with your brand name. Oh, that's so good because I really I'm a person like I hate to just like copy off people. Of course, we all get inspired from people, but I really be trying hard. So yeah. I really appreciate that. Somebody just told me that they was just like your brand is so original, and I'm just like really like. <laughs> Same. That's that's how I feel whenever I hear that with my brand. So that's why I'm like, everybody be like, people be asking me about opinions on their brand and like if it's original and everything. So I'm like, I know I could easily tell when uh-huh. it's like everything is originally made or if you got inspired by something. Not saying that you copied it, but I just I just say like you got inspired by a certain um, right something that uh that might have caught your attention that you wanted to integrate that into your into your brand. Mhm. Yeah, your brand is fine. I love this uh this freaking hoodie. It's, Thank you. I first appreciate of all, the material. The, yep, the hoodie material. that was one of my main things for um improving on what well, going forward is the material also. Well, you're doing a good job because I freaking love this hoodie. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you like it. Everybody go cop, go shop with my be- my uh boy Moneybag Tim for real. For sure, I appreciate it. And okay, what was the it was. I had another question related to the first question, but I don't remember it. But if you it comes did. back up, I'm gonna ask you. But I'm gonna ask the um the second question now. For sure, we wrap. I think you already. Rap. I think you already um already. This one. But uh, how did you come up with the um neighborhood Maddie name? Oh, uh, million dollar Maddie wants to get away from that, and I felt like my Instagram name was too freaking long. Like, it was too long. Like, people is not going to be typing that in, Million Dollar Maddie. And then I still have problems when I'm, like, <laughs> explaining it to people. They be like, NB, what? But I feel like Neighborhood Maddie just sound, I don't know, it just make me sound tight. I feel like that sound tight. So that's really how I did. I took off the Million Dollar and then just put Neighborhood to kind of just, like, promote my brand. And people like that because, you know, people like to be established to just, like, a group or organization yep. and that's really what i'm trying to do with the neighborhood brand of course it's going to be neighborhood hope dealers but you know just have a community where uh different creatives you know we can all come together collab and just have that hub where you know everybody can just understand each other yep because i'm like instantly when you see when you see the name i, I get i see like a community feel to it like yep. it's for the community it's not just for a specific set of people it's for the community I'm a uh, a Gary lover to his core. Nobody can say nothing bad about my city. <laughs> For sure. Most definitely. I feel the same way. What uh, school you went to? I graduated from um, Calumet, but I okay. went to I, I went to Bowman. Care. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Bowman from my eighth grade year to my junior year. Then I transferred and finished my senior year at um, Calumet. And okay. I, that was all of that was meant to happen. Why say that? Originally, I didn't want to want to go to Calumet. I wanted to stay at Bowman, mm. but they had um, we was on a waiting list since since my sophomore year, and they had finally um, 
called us back and it was like it was right before the school year started and i'm like my mom was like y'all going to call you met y'all was on the waiting list for so long so why not go yeah, and i'm like me like me it? at first um it was my anxiety it was it was way more people than it was at moment and it was just out of my comfort zone i'm like i needed to i needed to start learning to get out of my comfort zone and stop trying to always be comfortable Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like, my anxiety was like, nah, I want to stay at Bowman because I'm like, this is why we was there getting our schedule and everything. And I'm like, I'm seeing all these kids and all these people. I'm like, yeah, there's too many people. I'm like, I, I'd rather just stay at Bowman. But um, my mama was like, it was it was too late. You might as well. Mm-hmm. You got to go. So, so you were just went, familiar. Yep. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I didn't. My anxiety was telling me, nah, I don't go. But I'm like, I ain't really had no choice. But it was meant for me to happen because that's how I met my um my business teacher who helped me start my brand mm. uh, when I uh I came to him with the idea at the end of the year because it was around the time people was announcing what colleges they was going to mm-hmm. and I knew I didn't want to go to college but whenever like a teacher oppressed me be like what college you going to I'm like oh Purdue I was lying because I'm like <laughs> I just didn't want to for real, because they used to try and do you bogus. Oh, you ain't no, going to college yeah, you ain't gonna yeah. be successful they at all it, like yeah they made it seem like it was just everything exactly and i'm like some of y'all still paying back the loans that y'all uh right. had to pay to get y'all um degree I so swear. That's what, so uh what happened yeah that they, they kept asking me that and but i'm like i knew i didn't want to go plus um when i tried to go register my uh counselor didn't send my transcript so i'm like i took it as a sign from god to God's like, nah, praying, yep. exactly just just keep running your brand so i'm like i was just uh working three jobs till I could afford all the equipment I needed to make everything myself. Oh, that's dedication. Yep. And then dedication. uh I got fired at the beginning of the pandemic. And um at first I was mad and I'm like I'm like at that point it's I'm like, I'm gonna just bet on myself and, and run my brand full time. And this was after I had read uh The Magic of Thinking Big. Mm, who that's by? Uh David Schwartz. Okay. The magic of thinking. Me. I'm writing that down. Yep, because I'm like, once I read that, uh, I listened to the audiobook. I listened to it twice. I'm like, it changed my whole um, perspective and mindset um, from how it was before I even found the book. Mm. And that's what gave me the confidence I needed to do what I'm doing now to run my brand full time and to, you know, come up with more stuff along the way to establish uh, more sources of income, but still under the right. chasing that bag name. Hey, they say knowledge is power. Most definitely. That's what's up. Yep. It was what yeah, it was the magic of thinking big, uh the law of attraction, the secret, and the book I'm reading now, that's helping me too. Uh what asking it is given. Mm-hmm. Okay. That all of those has well been helping me and still is helping me to this day since I read I'm still reading Asking It Is Given. The uh that autobiography book that they had made about uh, Nipsey Hussle, that's what really inspired me to do the community community event, too, because uh, the book attracted me because it was just like, this is for anybody trying to do something positive in their neighborhood. Like, I, it didn't say that verbatim, but it said something like that, like in the quote above the, um, the heading quote. And I was yep. just like, dang, let me cop this. Read the book and, man, that man, he was awesome. For sure, this I look, I look, I look up to his. Um, I, I like his music and everything, but I'm like the thing that caught my attention with him was his business mindset and how mm-hmm. he thought, like just going through the, his process. So it's 
So that's what, and plus, I think I seen you post the uh, cover of his book, and I'm like, that's why. Ever since I, every time I keep seeing it, I always make sure I save it to my um, my um, read later bookmarks because I'm like, I got it in my um, I don't know what to think of it. My Q thing. Uh huh. So I'm like, that's on my. I'm reading that next after I finish the book. I'm reading that. Yeah, I was super proud of myself because I'm not a reader, but I just read that book because I was just like. Uh, I see a lot of successful people reading. And then I read The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Watts. I had mm-hmm. the book for so long. My auntie, she gave me an iTunes or an Apple card for like Christmas, like hella years ago. And I bought it. And I ain't read it then, but I read it during the pandemic because I had signed up for Forex or whatever. Like I was going to do that, but no, that ain't for me. So yeah. I was reading that book. <laughs> I was reading that book. And it's like, you could read stuff before, but if you don't understand it, it ain't no point. And it really just like when I read it, like you were saying, like the second time, it it, like it touched really my soul. Hit. Yep. Yeah, because I was going through it. Exactly. That's why I don't know what it is. It's just the universe be trying to like pull you back to like if you if if a book caught your attention and then you end up reading it months later mm-hmm. down the line, it was meant for you to read it. But uh, even if you didn't start reading when you first seen it, it's all it always leads you back to it. Right. When it's time, everything. Yep, when it's time. time. Yep. Exactly. But let me go ahead and ask you the uh the next question. Good. Let's get it. Okay. Who motivated you or inspired you to take um everything serious and made you want to pursue your passions? Uh, naturally, I could say just me, because my biggest fear is being a nobody. Like how Lil Baby said it in that song, uh, what he said it used to be. Like, because I was popular and like a star basketball player in high school. So a part of me is just kind of used to being successful or just being like a positive person or just that person in that aspect. And that showed me that, like, you know, you have potential because people were believing in me with basketball and stuff like that. So I'm just always, yeah, I'm just always used to winning. And then my mom, the way she was, she just kind of raised us to um, be basically the best you could be. And she always did that. Oh, my God. I tried to quit so much stuff, and she would just not let me. So I could say my mom and then, yeah, naturally myself because I just want a lot out of life. And my nephews, I want them to be able to have, you know, a good um, teen years, have good teen years where, like, they don't have to worry about like a lot of the stuff that me and my sister had to worry about. So really, my family, I guess you would sum it up. It'll be my family inspires me because I don't want to be no nobody. For sure. I completely understand. I agree. I feel the same way. <laughs> and sure, even, I want to leave some type of legacy. So I exa- completely know you what go. you mean. That's exactly what I was going to say. Not even being the most popular, but have people taken care of and being able to live like... Yes, yes. And leaving a legacy to where, yes, you leaving wealth behind, but you leaving behind a legacy that's going to be talked about even after you leave this earth. Right, and inspire people to do the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to, like, push, too. That's why I'm like, people come to me for me just pushing out what I need to be, what I be t- telling myself from what I read. Hey, <laughs> them, uh... Them um, morning messages that I be posting or just like quotes, I swear I be talking to myself. 
But I'll be feeling like... you got to. <laughs> I'll be feeling like people be needing them shows just like, yeah, I got to. That's why I kind of want to do like a, a mental health seminar or just like high frequency seminar with uh one of the first things I want to do with the Neighborhood Hope Dealer brand and just get, I don't know, people that's good in that field to just like, because our mind is like the most powerful thing on our body, but it's also yes. the, the weakest because I, I feel like a lot of people, like they mind be playing tricks on them. So I really just want to have like a webinar or seminar where, I don't know, we just go through like some trainers or not even no trainers, just experiencing something different that we haven't. So I hope to do that uh, soon before the year is out. Hey, I I like that idea. Let me know about that too, cause I I'm I'm just gonna be starting another brand, uh, separate from chasing that bag, uh, okay. called mental mental health is wealth, clothing, okay. to like bring more awareness to um mainly anxiety and depression, cause I'm like that's what I get. So I'm like I just want like it, I wanted to be more awareness, cause I'm like from when I was working, and even throughout high school, nobody understood it or cared. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'm just messing with my anxiety. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, they'd be like, well, you better suck it up and just keep going. Like, nah, right. it is, everybody can't do that. I'm That's like, oh, especially if you um if you depressed, because I'm like, I used to be when I was at work, like I used to randomly be depressed and I wouldn't know that I was fed up on it. Like I'd just mm-hmm. be in a bad mood out of nowhere. Customers be like, Why you got a frown on your face? I'm like, I'm I'm cool, ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> and um <laughs> And I'm like, I was depressed. And it was from, when I read The Magic of Thinking Big, it was like, uh, you won't be um, be happy doing something that makes you miserable. So whenever you, if you're doing something that's not making you happy, you're going to always uh, be miserable at some point in time. You ain't never going to be fully happy and fulfilled with, uh, with no, doing something that you're not happy with doing. I can't never, that's, that's a good thing that I like about myself too. Like, I'm not doing anything I'm not passionate about because I'm going to self-sabotage it. Like, I'm a self-sabotager. Exactly. You're not gonna put court. your all into it because no, you're not, not you're not happy to do it. Mm-mm. And then I also I feel like I'm a a high functional. How do you say depress? Like, cause I be going through depression too, but I'm like high functional where I can keep going. Like, and I feel like because like I've been like that for a long time. But I'm I'm about to go to therapy year 24. I'll be 24 in November. I'm gonna go to therapy because it's just like. I'm I'm a positive person, but tra- being transparent, like I have a lot of dark moments and stuff too, like a lot of dark dark moments, and you know, I just want to start being more positive, as for myself. I guess that's how you would say it, cause man, I be going through it, but yeah, we going to therapy in year twenty four, so I could be the best I can be. That's good, and I that's what I'm I plan on doing at some point. Because um, like you said, like um, you can still be able to function with having mm-hmm. having problem, but it's like you got to know how to take care of it whenever uh, a problem arises with that with um one of them situations with with your anxiety or depression. Right. So that's why I feel that information is good to um to learn because I'm like I had to learn myself. Like um, I haven't been depressed uh like really since I um got fired from my jobs. That's when I knew it was a big change. And I'm like, plus I um meditate every day. So I'm like, that helps too and keeps me on the um like How a positive what meditation? Mm-hmm. Like what is your form of meditation? I um 
I I learned it from the law of attraction. The the the, the way they explained it, they explained it like from in detail how to do it. Like you would just lay like lay down in a quiet space, like whether it be your room or wherever you you feel comfortable, and mm-hmm. um and do deep breaths like and you count them until you feel um relaxed. Then you just start visualizing and saying like what you want to um like what you desire and what you want to um attract. Like you could say, like I will, I will be successful, like anything, like or I will have a great day. Anything that you want to attract to you or want to happen. So you pretty um, disciplined. Yep. Mm. But not some days. Nah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a hundred percent. Some days I miss it, like I, I forget to do it. But I'm, I'm uh better at it than when I first started. That's good. I feel like my meditation is through journaling. I'm a journaler. Like yep, I do that too. I write every morning. So freaking much. Yes. And when I yep. do miss, I'll just write it midday or I'll write it for the next day. Like, I love journaling because I feel like that's how a lot of my stuff be coming, like, into, too, because I write a lot of stuff exactly. down. Exactly. That's what I had. Um, I think the law of attraction and ask it is getting it is given said something about, like, writing down, like, your desires or, like, what you like affirmations, just writing down affirmations. And so you can uh, basically, like, reprogram your mind. Like not like tricking it, but like basically tricking your mind into thinking that all of what you writing down and like affirming is happening already, and mm-hmm. that'll allow the universe to bring it to you faster than um it it would have usually took if you wasn't doing that. Right. Yeah. So anybody listening, hey, everybody, get y'all a pen in the past. It's good to walk around with it too, cause ideas come out of nowhere. And sometimes Most you definitely. might not have the best memory if you like me. I forget everything. So it's nice to walk around with just like a pen and a pad and write whatever you're thinking down. Really helps. Exactly. Because an idea can't be put into action if it's not wrote down first. Mm. I got to write that down. <laughs> I be, bro, any, anytime somebody say a gem, I'm writing it down. For sure, I learned that from uh the magic of thinking big. They was like um like um if you if you got a fear of something like um if you put action behind whatever you like scared of like if you scared of failing okay just put action behind whatever you're trying to do and if the failure happened just try again and keep going. You can't let that failure define um define what you're trying to accomplish in that moment because of whatever you're trying to accomplish is not gonna happen overnight. And you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta stay um keep 100 100% belief throughout the process because it's not going to be a, a perfect because if, if it was meant to be perfect you would be seeing everybody have a perfect journey and Man. then on top of that everybody journey different Ooh, I had so to you, learn can't, that. you can't compare them either because I, I had to learn that too I had to delete social media I'll go on them uh, them spurs where I'll just delete social media because like I said our mind is the strongest thing but sometimes it's weak and you can find yourself just like you can find yourself being envious. And even though you're not an envious person, like social media can just make it seem, make you be like that. Cause you like, I'm working hard too. Why I'm not getting this? Why I'm not doing exactly. that? But it's just like, you don't even know what they going through. Like it could have been a year of them just looking at somebody else, wishing they could be in that position. And they just got up like, cause everybody exactly. has their moments. Exactly. That's why I look at it as um like like I said in the book, everybody path is different. So you can't compare compare your path to somebody else's path because it's completely different. Nobody path or uh process is the same. So right. however they got got to that successful point that they at, it was through a completely different journey that you that you not gonna have to go through, but your own journey. Now that's a fact.
But, I need okay, to start talking me... to you more. For real, that's all, all I be trying to do is like just passivity that I whenever I read or whoever um I feel need to hear. It. That's why I try to post motivational stuff every day too, because I'm like um just putting that positive energy out there. You don't know who who needs to see it or who can see it, and it might help um them have a better day. Mhm. Yeah, that's a fact. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> well, let me uh go ahead and ask you the next question. Good. Okay. How long have you been making music and um doing f- photography and videography? Uh, making music for real. I'll say since uh was that my senior? That can't be no senior. I'll say my junior year, which was like 2014, I've been doing music. I started taking it, taking it serious in 2017 solo, and I gave myself five years. So 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, year 22, 2022. I feel like that's going to be my breakout year or whatever with music because I have leveled up each year. And yep. then uh, with photography, like I said, uh, probably in 2011 is when I was on like the photography team, and then I stopped. And I used the uh, <laughs> the iPhones when a camera got good. Uh, my last name is Ferguson, so I used to uh take people pictures and uh just say photography or whatever like that, <laughs> and take people pictures and stuff on my iPhone and stuff like that. Cause yeah, I don't know something about pictures. My grandparents uh on my mom and my dad's side. Every time you go in their house, like they just have so many photo books or pictures on the wall and stuff. And I feel like p- pictures, you know, they really uh, keep up with history. And I'm a nerd, so I just love taking pictures so you can remember the times and stuff. So the moment could last longer than, than mm-hmm. just that moment. Yep. Yep. I completely understand. Okay. But let me ask you um, the next question. All right. Okay. What is your approach whenever you have to deal with um obstacles or um or I call I call them I don't, like if you uh, um run into a problem I call it like look at it as a challenge so like like mm. what is your approach whenever you have to deal with a challenge? Uh, ooh, that's a good question because I don't know half of me I'm a I'm a always get it done because I'm just kind of independent in that way. So whatever I have yep. to do, I'm just going to get it done. But I would just say that my approach is I like to write stuff down, like write what my problems is, then write, uh, let's just say, do it like an outline. So my I might be something's wrong with my car. My A and B is uh, what's wrong with your My A is what's wrong with your car. Then my little points is uh, telling you what's wrong with my car and then my B might be solution, and then I'll write some more points. But I I write through my problems, or I pray, because I'm a prayer. Yep. I pray that a lot. Help, that help. And then, I don't know, I'm going to get it done. I've just got willpower, so a lot of uh mental tenacity and stuff like that. And that's good, because a lot of people... Uh, like like myself, I used to struggle with that, like having the, the mental willpower to get through uh like certain mm-hmm. problems uh or like challenges that came about like th- when I was uh, at the beginning of my um journey with my brand. Right. Like trying to figure out oh how how can I get my logo made? Like that 
and that that's the, that's one of the main things that um I hate that had to happen in order for me to find the um the answer to like what? see how to get the logo made getting my logo made because uh-huh. when I um right after I graduated high school I was like trying to like make all my logos and stuff and get everything going but I didn't know uh how to like um get them made or like who to go to until my business teacher hit me up like it was like I been, I wasn't doing nothing for like three four months with my brand and mm-hmm. he hit me up and told me uh he was like if you need to get your logo made it was like it was the universe he was like you could use Fiverr and I'm like well, mm-hmm. once I found that out I'm like it just went from there and that's why um when I think about it now I'm like people uh, a lot of people ask me like how to start their own brand mm-hmm. and I'm like I get asked that so much I'm like it take a lot of time out of um the day f- for me to answer like each question that go along with that process mm-hmm. so I'm like. I got the idea to put it in a book and that's what I'm going, that's what I'm doing right now. That's what I'm working on right now. Okay. I'm going to release that at the end of, uh, what about, because I wanted, I wanted to pass. I appreciate it. I just wanted to, to pass on, um, the knowledge and everything that I learned throughout the process. Cause I was, I learned, I I didn't know, I didn't know how to learn. I'm still learning as I go even now, but I know a lot to where I could help somebody start their own, they own brand. Right. And so it's... I'm like, I'm going to just put it in a book and put it out there for people to read and they could use use the same information that, that, I, that I'm using now or that I started out using and even um like vend- vendors and stuff that I get stuff from. Like that's going to be in the book too. So I'm like, I'm plugging everybody on like, so you have a good, a good start, especially if you want to, um, I'm going to put like two different uh, resource options. Like if you want to do everything yourself, or if you want to have uh, somebody do it, I'm, I'm gonna put like um, manufacturers or like uh, even my custom clothing uh, brand. I mean, custom clothing business. I'm gonna put that on there too. As if uh, if you don't feel like making everything yourself, these are the people you can hit up to uh, get it made for you and like basically outsource it. Mm, I wish you success with that. I, I'm looking forward uh, at the end of September to copying that book. I appreciate it for real because I'm like up. I. I was trying to think of an idea because I'm like, how can I like put this in a way that where I could like like monetize it basically? Because mm-hmm. I'm like all this information. I'm like, I I know I'm not the only person that went through that uh like throughout the journey trying to figure everything out. Because I'm like, when I first started, I was outsourcing, and that was like taking the bulk of my uh paychecks. All right. So I'm like, I need to figure out some other way to do it on um, myself because I know that'll make everything cheaper and more. I'd be able to move around and do more products. And once I uh learned about what what what's the name of this thing the the cricket the cricket vinyl print I'm mm-hmm. like that was it right there. And God gonna and bless you. Exactly. Cause you you blessing other you people. Too, exactly. That's and that's why like um like whatever equipment or anything else like I'm trying to next thing I'm trying to get is a, is a DTG machine a machine and what's that I it's like uh you can print like full color um logos and it'll be like embedded in the shirt like it'll be uh, with, inside of the fabric so you won't have to worry about nothing peeling off or nothing like uh cracking. so it's kind of like screen printing but it's like yep. a better version yep it's like yeah you could okay. say that yeah that's it's basically like just taking the I don't know how to uh explain it it's like but it's you know about the, it though yeah yeah I know I know about it but it, it you know it's a lot to explain no, that's how people be like. They be asking me for photography classes, and dang, you kind of just inspired me to uh do some not write a book, but you know teach more people. It could be a course a lot or of anything. 
Yeah, it's yep. a lot of people that come to me, and I swear I'm the type of person like I finesse my way through uh school. I ain't gonna lie, like I'm just I know. What you say like school. college or high school? <laughs> college. I finesse uh. my uh finesse my way. Like my photography class, I didn't learn anything, but I knew how to take the pictures and I knew how to talk. So you knew the importance. Yeah. So whatever, like the uh, as far as like the curriculum, I really didn't really care about that but I feel like I should have because now when people be asking me, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? I got to show them. I can't really explain to them in detail. So I'm working on that, like educating myself, getting back educating myself uh, with that so I can do like some courses and stuff because it is a lot of people that ask me. And if you listening, no heart, no hard feelings. Please don't charge me. Uh, don't charge me to that because I do want to help. It's just, I just don't know, know how, how to, to do put it. it into, put <laughs> yes. it into words. Yes, I know how to do it, but I got y'all in 2022. I'm helping everybody, man. Shout out to uh Tim because he just inspired me. No problem. Or you could do like a um a video course on how, like showing them like how to set the uh, uh, the camera to certain. Oh, I'm telling you, because I haven't seen nobody do that yet, and then you could be one of the first people to do that. A whole video course explaining how to do piece by piece how to um set the camera to a certain certain thing or anything. Anything uh, that people yeah. ask you. Okay. I need to write that down, too. I'm telling you, that's going to be cold. And a lot of people go bad, too, because they be like, ain't nobody else doing it. Because I don't know nobody else that's doing it. And I hope don't nobody else take that idea, either. Hey, it's, it's I look at it like this. Everybody can take the ideas, but can't nobody Just do it like you. Just don't copy it. Exactly, exactly. So, hey, if you hearing this, you want to do that, too? It's just like, because people going to support who they want to support. Like, you doing clothing, Taji's doing clothing, I'm doing clothing. Uh, We got the Heartbreak Club. Uh, It's a couple other people, but we all in the same industry, and it's just like, people like what they like, and none of us can mess with each other because we have our own brand. Like, we all have something different about our brand to offer. So, it's just like, with that, uh, I think I was listening to... um, was it a Nipsey Hussle interview or it was P. Diddy? And um, when it comes to uh, being creative, it's not no competition because that's how you just kind of, you really? know, just block because you worried about being in competition that you you blocking out your other thoughts, the thoughts that exactly. you could put into creating something. So it's just like, can't nobody do it like Tim. Can't nobody do it like Maddie. So it's just like, we all can eat. Exactly. That's why I'm like, even whatever I do with the clothing, with the podcast, I don't see none of it is competition with somebody else because I'm only in competition with myself from last year. There you go. Because I'm like everybody on, on, in their own path and journey. I'm just trying to do better than I did the day before or last year exactly. or whenever. And that's what's going to get you leveled up. Exactly. Because when you put competition in it, that takes the joy out of it. You trying to defeat somebody and, and like prove that you better than somebody when that's not even the goal that you should be aiming for. You should be just be aiming to put out your best product possible, your best designs or whatever you do, and just worry and about oh, I'm, I'm doing better than last year. I ain't like sports. Like I love sports because you know it's fun, winning yep. and stuff like that. But yeah. It'd be too, like, I'm a competitive person, but when it comes to, like, tearing other people down, I don't like that. So, Same. like, so like sports and stuff, it just became too much, like, on my mental health. And that's how I knew. Like, everybody got their own thing. And I knew that one for me. It was just something that I was good at. Yep. 
And that's good that you was able to decipher that, that you was like, nah, I don't feel good doing this like I did when I first started. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to step away from it and I pick something to. else that I'm passionate about. But my my mom and <laughs> they invested. I understand. They invested so much. And they were just like, you're not about to quit this. I went to my coach my sophomore year like, I quit. I don't want to do this no more because I love the arts. Like, that's really my heart. So I want to be like a vocal major and everything at Emerson. But my mama, she was not going. Because it was just like, why do you want to abruptly change? And it was just like, really, it wasn't abruptly. Like, I found my voice finally enough to say, all right, enough is enough. And I don't want to do this no more. But, hey, when you be living under your parents' roof, you can't do what they say. Even when it goes against what you say. <laughs> yep, that's how, when, that, when it was time to to graduate and my only thing my we do was go to college and I'm like I don't want to go to so I'm like we always had them, them conversations I'm like I, I don't want to go because I'm like mm-hmm. I tried to drop out my uh my junior year so I'm like yeah I don't want to I'm like it wasn't because of grades it was because of my mental health and I'm like of high happened. school yeah oh I'm like I tried to drop out twice but I'm like the vice principal wouldn't let me <laughs> each time I went to the office really smart <laughs> yeah <Yo>, she <laughs> it was one because I'm like what was the test you had to pass in order to graduate uh, ECA? Was, yeah, that I had I failed the math part. Like math is my weakest subject. Me too. Like I think like two or three times. And I'm like, man, I'm tired of this. I'm like, I was going through a lot already. I'm like, my uncle had uh passed like 14 days mm. after my birthday. And I'm like, he lived with us and he was like he played a, a huge role in my life since right. we was um kids. So I'm like that. That was on my mind. Then I'm like, uh, prior to that, uh, I got it. It was a, some relationship issues. I got cheated on, and then he hey, passed away. I'm like, it was like a you? double. Exactly. It was like a double whammy. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna just uh just stop this because I'm like, school. yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like mentally, I'm like, yeah, I can't do this no more. Dang, you both but, though, because I feel like real, that's cause... crazy how you can just be like. F high school, because it's just like you so used to growing up. They say you got to go to school. And the people that be dropping out, bro, I really, first of all, I really be admiring them because that's bold. And usually them people is people that's like business people. be want to get money. Exactly. And I think that's so tight because that's what the Nipsey Hussle book, like he just knew school one for him. So he stopped going and look at him, like look at him. Well, you know, I'm trying to say like, he still yeah. became successful, and I just think that's dope. Dang, you said junior year. Because I'm like, it like, was F school. What, what was going? On? I forget what was it. Uh, yeah, it was just a lot. But I'm like, even like, even when I told, him, she was like, like, okay, like, you got to get your GED or something. But I'm like, it's gonna be hard for you to find a job and all that. Dang, shout she supported out to me moms. with it. She supported me with everything. Even when I came up with the chasing that bag idea, she supported me with no hesitation. So I'm like, that was uh, all the, the confirmation I needed. Because my mom would have been like, hell no. <laughs> exactly. Any Anybody <laughs> else parent would have been like, nah. But I'm like, man, I understood what I was going through. Meant everything that I had been through all the way up to that point. So I'm like, hey. yeah. I'm like, well, that's the move. But I'm like, it, it just didn't go through. Because I'm like, it was God blocking. And he was like, nah, nah, just, just finish up. You had to. Cause you have to get to where you is today. Exactly. Cause if I would have dropped out, I probably wouldn't have started uh, chasing that bag as early as I did. Mm-mm. It probably would have started like a, a later on. But I'm like, I'm thankful that I was able to transfer to Calumet and and meet uh Coach Nelson and shout out to Coach Nelson. Everything 
to plan to pan out how it is now. That's what's up. Yeah, that's why I'm like a lot of people be uh thinking I'll be playing when I say that I'm like I literally tried to drop out because I'm like on the mental level. This before I, and this was at the point I didn't even know about mental health at this point. You I just, just knew, knew someone I, right. I knew someone right and I didn't want to be there. Plus I always used to yell that in classes. I'm like, man, y'all teaching us stuff that ain't that ain't even gonna help us in life. That's why I'm like, especially in math. That's why I used to always get kicked out because I, I used math. to be saying stuff like that. But you was uh self awareness sound like that's one of your strong suits. Yep, because I'm like, I knew I'm like, all this, like, majority of the stuff with math, I'm like, you don't, I don't need to know the Pythagorean theorem to uh to count money, unless you want to be a freaking like scientist, you know, work on exactly. the a NASA mathematician stuff. or something. Yeah, now I understand that's that, but it's just like they need to have a variety in school, exactly. That's why I'm like, only thing was the business classes, the business, it was business. Cause um, with business, one of my strong points, uh, writing and reading is one of my favorite mm-hmm. uh subjects. So Me that's too. why I'm like I can easily uh, I'm like I've been reading since I think like elementary school. Like I used to bring books to school and and pack my uh, desk with them. Mm. One book, like five or six books, and I, I wouldn't read Dang. them all at once, but it was just going through them throughout the year. But um, I'm like, then writing, writing is easy for me because I'm like, I could write about anything, especially if I'm uh, interested in, if it's something that I that I can relate to, whole book about it. Me too. I hated math. Oh, I hated math. I sucked at math so bad. Like, that's exactly why I went to school for communications. Cause, and that's why I liked Emerson because it was like a trade school for arts. Yeah, we did work, but at the same time, like, you got to focus on, because I majored in radio and TV there. And you got mm-hmm. to focus on um, your arts. And that's really how, shout out to Miss Walls and Miss Stevens, how I got so good with, like, the camera and editing and just, like, being in the media realm because of them and Emerson. So I was very grateful for that. But I probably would have hate. I always hated school, but I don't know. I had smart friends, so I didn't want to be the only one not doing my work. So I feel like they kind of challenged me. And then I'm a little nerd, so I like work, I guess. Nah, ain't nothing wrong with that. I completely understand. I don't see nothing wrong with that, but I'm like, I feel the same way you said about <laughs> math. That I feel that. Man, that shit for the birds. For real. But let me go ahead and ask you the next question. For sure. Okay, when did you realize music, uh, photography, and videography was your passion? Uh, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Videography and photography, that is not my passion. It's just something okay. that I'm good at and that I like enough to work for myself really? in. Yeah, do it as a career. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, I don't dread it, but it's not my passion. Now, okay. music, I know music is my passion because, I don't know, I just feel liberated. And I feel like that's the best way I can explain myself. I'm not really good at explaining myself, but with music, like, you you turn on the beat that I really like or I could just be writing and I could just tell my whole life story, tell what's wrong with me that day versus somebody asking me what's wrong with me. I couldn't explain it. And then I know it's my passion because I didn't try to go away from it so many times and you you just always come back to it. Yep. And that's good because that's like um, 
you're not able to explain it like just in, in basic conversation, but you can express it through an outlet of of this form of art, this music. Yeah, I I really can't explain myself. I have a hard time, but I make you a song though, <laughs> in the in the heartbeat, and I, you'd be like, "Dang, you saying some deep stuff," and it's just weird because it's like you should be able to do the same thing, I guess. But I don't know. That's just for me how it goes. Yeah, some people not like tapped into that like that source of um being able to express themselves in like different forms other than like you know conversation or even mm-hmm. like or writing it out. I also had um got a prophes uh a prophecy uh when I was younger. It was this lady. This when I was a basketball head. She was a pastor. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her. I just remember what she said to me. It was me and my brother. We was at the altar or whatever like that. And she going to tell my brother, you want to be a basketball player? He said, yes. She said, well, you going to be. She told me. She was like, you want to be a singer? I was like, no. She was like, well, you going to be. And it's just crazy because I tried to run from it my whole life, but I still participated in, like, musical theater and stuff. And I love that. And I love performing. And I wrote it in my book. Um, uh, I had a little journal when I was younger. It said, what do you ask God for? And I said to become a singer at a young age. And it's just like how fast forward to high school and then just now that I'm doing it. So I feel like it's just all meant to be in my life, honestly. Yep. And you manifested it at a at a real early age. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's crazy. And, every, and everything just came back around full circle. Mm-hmm. Especially so if you like, try to run from stuff. Exactly. I'm like people people don't be understanding that like um come like this in, in the uh the secret. They they tell you like how your thoughts literally control your life. I mean, it control your reality or your life. And that's so, why like, I want to go to therapy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what was what was it? It was like so like if you saying like, oh, I I want to do this or I I wish I could have this. Like if you got a desire for something, whether you whether you know it or not, you manifesting it. And if you saying like something like negative, oh, I don't want this to happen. Even though you're saying you don't want it to happen, you still manifesting it because that's what your thoughts is um, focusing on mm. more than um, the positives. So if you focus in on something negative, that's what you manifest into your life. And if you think it's something positive constantly, rather it be, oh, I want to accomplish this. I want to be successful with this. That's what's going to happen. A fact. That's uh, my little brother. Uh, he had said he was watching Power. <laughs> and this boy going to say, I'm going to be on Power Watch. And he's just saying there, and it ain't like I don't believe in him because, hey, he cold. And this man about to be on power, and he just said it. He was just like, I'm going to be on power. And I was That's just crazy. like, what? He said that about the shot, too. He was like, um, <laughs> he was like, yeah, because uh, I think he auditioned for, like, a role, and he didn't get it. And then he said, I'm going to be on that soon, though. And he still kept that confidence in it. Exactly. Man. That's, yeah, he be inspired. Congratulations to, to your brother, because I'm like, that's a Thank that's you. a huge achievement to even be able to do it and then have that confidence to keep going after it after one time it don't go right. Yeah, he because most definitely. people quit, but he's like, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna make it on there. You you got the calmness and the confidence to be sure that you're gonna be back on there and, and you got back on there. Yeah, he, he pretty special. I think God blessed him, but some amazing gifts, not just the acting, but he has a lot of like, he's just strong mentally. For real. And I feel like uh, him doing that, everybody else that's doing like anything coming from him, 
that's just motivating the kids that's coming up and seeing this. Right. Like, you you can make it out of here. Don't listen to what everybody's talking about. Oh, you can't make it out of Gary because somebody told another person that's famous and successful in in the city that they from that they weren't going to make it out of there. But you see, they made it out. So you can make it out of anywhere. It don't matter your environment as long as exactly. you have control of, and know what you want to do and control your um your thoughts you and don't let people's mm-hmm. opinions uh, determine what your, how your life will be just off of what they uh, experienced or how they um, perspective hard. of life is. Work exactly. hard. Like, a lot of people overlook the working hard aspect. That's how, because uh, I hooked with Dana, and, bro, she worked hard. I, I remember in practice, uh, <laughs> none of us want to run, and she didn't really complain like that. Like, Dang. she ran. Like, she did what she had to do, and it's just like, when you do stuff like that, you have no uh, choice to go up. That's like Lonnie, John Vey. They work yep. hard. Like, they worked super hard. And it's just like, it was never impossible. Because I know my teachers, they used to tell us, like, y'all going to be the ones to change the world. Y'all going to be able to do that. I always just believed that. Like, that, like, my generation and the generation under, but just specifically my generation, we were special. Because yep. I grew up in like various activities and stuff like that and it was always winning around and even going to Banica shout out to Miss Givens like excellence that's all she expected so it was cool to be to be a funny nerd or to be from the hood but you smart like to you know just I don't know to be yourself yep I was just about to say that to be yourself and to be smart and to do good so shout out to uh, Banica and Miss Givens from coming from that background where you just want to go up all the time. Yep. And I'm like, um, when I was, um, I don't remember when it was. I think like I started, I started playing basketball late. But when I uh was playing, I like that was my goal to oh, I want to go to the NBA, all this and that. Like, but um, once I once I got to like my sophomore junior, year, and I seen that I didn't get my height that I thought I was gonna get, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this dream, this dream might not be able to happen right now, but I'm like, right. uh, cause I'm like, down top of that, I'm like, I wasn't able to, I didn't make, uh, only made the team twice throughout, like, from middle school to high school. Mm. And that was what, what grade? That was seventh grade. That was the first time I made it. Then the, the last time I made it was my sophomore year. Then I, I ain't even get a chance to play or nothing because I went back to the, I ain't had the grades when I first tried out. Then uh, he was like, "Come back in two weeks when you got that grade up." Then like before, it was before the two weeks was even over. With. He was like, "Uh, oh yeah, um, we already made the roster." So he I'm bogus. like, "Exactly." But I'm like, "Anthony," <laughs> I'm like, "The universe took care of that after that fact." But I'm like, after that point, I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah." The NBA dream I had to go out the window, but I'm like, I recently had just seen that um, the big three, like uh, he said they allowing people that's like 22 years or older to be like do trials and they gonna be holding trials like every year going forward like starting next oh, year that's all what's that. up i gotta tell my friends exactly that's why i'm like I, i'm like that's my opportunity because he was like i seen him talking on the interview ice cube it was uh he was on all the smoke and he was saying he was like yeah we gonna be having trials and everything so if you if you feel like you got game he was like you come out and um try out and you might have a chance to make it to the nba because a lot of there was like a lot of uh players got the opportunity to play in the nba or you rather it be the g league or the actual the NBA, uh, because of the big three. So I'm like, once I heard that, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I can, I can, I got another chance. Hey, that's what's up, and I feel like, yeah, because it's really not nothing for like 
let's just say like 21 years and just like up because it's a lot of people that's still in shape and can still hoop they just yep. they just don't have that platform and i kind of want to um i'm working on uh this too i gotta hold myself accountable out loud i want to bring the bitty league back okay or whatever because i've i've talked to a lot of coaches and they say the kids lack fundamentals and i feel like that's what from from bitty and just yep. being able to uh practice at a young age and elementary teams and stuff like that so uh, i'm trying to work on that with lee next year we're gonna try to bring that next year so yeah i'm trying to do a lot and i I'm can't wait to see it. it and i wish you success with it because i'm Thank like you. We, the city needs it because i'm like a lot of kids just be focused on what they see on the tv they're like okay so if i if stephen curry doing this i could do that too but nah it's not that easy you got to put the work in you got to have a work ethic you got to go through all it you got to be in gym late all it Hey, people don't understand that. They just be freaking, I don't know. A lot of people, they don't believe in themselves too, maybe because what they've been through or them own selves. But you just need people to show people that it's possible and give people uh, opportunities to advance yep. themselves. Exactly. I completely agree. Because I feel like... um. When I, I feel like the Biddy Lees was learned around when uh even um Darius was here, Darius Garland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I played against him in so, the Biddy Lees. Exactly. So if if that helped him and got him to that point, I feel like it could help all the other kids from here too. It helped a lot of us. Like and it, it, it built long lasting connections too. Yep. Networking. Yeah. Yeah, I hope to bring that back. I'm gonna bring it back. Let me just say I'm going. I'm gonna hold yeah, myself speaking accountable. Speaking into existence. There yep. we go. Speaking and just speaking into existence, and the universe will find a way to make it make it a reality. Come on, universe. Come on, God. You hear me? Yep. <laughs> he got it. Well, let me go ahead and ask you uh this uh next question. For sure. Okay, what um books have you read that changed your perspective or motivated you in some way? Uh, oh, I knew you was gonna ask me this. Uh, <laughs> I'll say the uh, Science Again Rich by Wallace Watts. Uh, I believe it's the 15 Invaluable Laws of Power. I believe no of growth. The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, and then uh, that Nipsey Hustle book. I remember verbatim like what it's called. Probably like the Life of Nipsey Hustle, but I would say the Nipsey book and the freaking Science Again Rich helped me because. I'm a type of person, like, I went through, like, a lot of struggles just, like, growing up as to where, like, my mental was just torn down. And, hell, even with my sexuality, when people just not understanding it, you know, they try to tell you that it's wrong or wrong to be yourself. So just that can just, like, kind of, you know, affect you growing up. And I was kind of pessimistic in a lot of areas. And uh, you just come from poverty, you know, it's like, how am I going to get rich? Like, or not even get rich. How am I going to get money? Like when you so used to having lack. So I thought in lack. And, exactly. Yep. You got to break them old, like man, ha yep. man habits or man, um, the mindset that you like just off your environment. Cause that's what everybody around you saying. So you like, oh, if they saying it, then it's true. Mm -hmm. And that book, um, uh, it not only taught me about money, but just like life in general. Because a lot of these books, if you pay attention, they say the same things. Yes. They just word them different. So it's yep. just like, that's the key. But you know how they be saying like, 
well, I'm black, so I can only speak for myself, uh, black people. And then I read a book. It said uh, the 15 laws of, uh, no, the 15 valuable laws of growth. They were saying that only, I don't think that's the right percentage, but only like 30% of the people could, uh, let me slow down. Only 30% uh, of the people continue to learn after high school because, you know, like traditional learning, you can learn from what, like four until 18. But after that, it's up to you to continue yep. to educate yourself. And a lot of people don't or read anything. They just do social media. Thank God for social media sites. A lot of educating, I will say that. But yep. it's a lot of power in these books and people just need to, them same money that they spend on them grams or they spend on clothes and shoes. Exactly. Or whatever you spending your money on, you can invest in a $10 book and you ain't got to read it fast. Like, you don't exactly. have to read it fast. If you type person that you need to read a chapter every month, that's fine. Because I feel like that's kind of good because you can apply what you learned. Or if you need exactly. to read a page every two weeks because you just, as long as you finish. Exactly. It ain't no timetable on when you got to finish it. There you go. So you can start whenever and, and it won't take you that long. Mm-mm. I uh I'm reading a uh a Brandon book too. I forgot the name because I when I uh did the back to school fest, I kind of fell off of reading. I'm mm -hmm. really now just getting back to my regular schedule or whatever Same. like that. And uh Nipsey Hussle, uh, he told uh people to read it in the book. He was like, that's how he uh did his marathon brand. Because uh, he was just like, somebody told him that you need to become a brand. Like, that's how you're going to sell yourself. The music is cool. But if you ain't got no brand, you got to have an image that people can look up to, they basically not going to believe it. So uh, it's this, I'm going to send it to y'all know what it's called. But I want to say it's the law of branding or something like that. But I'm uh, reading that uh, right now. But yeah, I'm going to have to read that too. Uh, I, that's not the right name though. So don't even believe me, but I am going to send it to you. Okay, but I appreciate it, for real. <laughs> no problem. I like that book, too, because the chapter's not that long. It'd be like five pages. Oh, okay, well, that's good, then, because I'm like, that's like... um. You, uh, need to say. Yep. I mean, it's straightforward, and it ain't going to beat around the bush. That's like the, uh, the secret. Because the secret only, like, probably like 35 pages. Mm-hmm. So it, gets, it, it gets straight to the point, and um, I, I love stuff like that. Yep. Some like the other books I told you about, like um, the Magic of Thinking Big, uh, the Secret, the Law of Attraction, and Asking It Is Given. They all talking about the Law of Attraction, but they just explaining it in different ways. Mm -hmm. So you won't just won't just have one understanding of it. You would like fully know the in depth of how it works. All right. Uh, this book called The Twenty Two Immutable Laws of Branding. How to build a product or service into a world-class brand. And they be talking about like McDonald's and Subway or just Kleenex. Like, I don't know. It break down so much stuff. It's so powerful. I really going to have to read it over. I'm probably going to start over because I was reading it going into uh, the Bat School Fest. And I feel like I was just focused so much on that that like I wasn't focused on a refresh. lot of other stuff. Yeah. So I really yeah. am probably going to start over. But that's a good book because... Uh, you know, you're trying to build a world-class brand. So I think you should read that book. Well, definitely. I am. I, I, I'm going to uh, look that up soon as, you, soon as we uh, finish the episode. For sure that.
But um, let me let me go ahead and ask you the, the last question. Okay. Okay. The last question is: Where did the idea for um starting starving artists come from? Mm. When I when I seen it, um, I liked how you um how everything was not it wasn't just in one area. It was like going throughout uh, like wherever the uh you know like grew up or like did they work in or you know or where they got inspiration from. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of got that because I wanted to work for like the complex and the faders, and it's so freaking hard to get a job for them people. That's what it reminded me know, of too. When, if unless you, yeah, definitely like something uh i use their format of course but just made it to my own but i want to work for them and i was looking like when i was about to graduate depressed and everything because i didn't know what i was gonna do and i went to this um this journalism conference my teacher he selected two students to go to and it was at old miss and it changed my life it was for photojournalism and we had to work on a project with the person that we didn't know from another school and you had to tell a five to ten minute like story or whatever, uh, of their life and what they've been up against. And this man, his name was uh, Hayden G. Hall. He was a, a chef, and he um, he didn't want to cook anymore. He wanted to pursue his uh, thing with art. And it really touched me because that's how I felt. Like, I yep. want to pursue, uh, coming from basketball, I want to pursue music. And it really just changed my life. And he was just talking about, like, how people didn't believe in him because he went to school for culinary and I was just like, you're making a dumb mistake. He had a restaurant and now he sells landscape art and he's still successful with that. So that kind of really being in a conference and with like-minded people and just experiencing new things really made me want to take my storytelling to the next level. So we had an artist um, at my college by the name of Don Louie and he was from Philly mm -hmm. and he's hard. And I want to just, cause uh, one of his eyes are missing and I feel like I want to get that story. Uh, so I um, hit him up like, hey, my uh, new series on you is called The Starving Artist and just really get to know you and what you've been uh, through and, you know, how, you know, you look to uh, keep going in the future. And really The Starving Artist was so that I can still have content to apply for these jobs to show jobs that, like, I can do this. But now yeah. I'm in the entrepreneur realm where it's just like, Need that job i can just start my you own start thing. your start your own media platform just like just like um complex and all these other big name media uh platforms but it'll be black owned and, and hey. you'll have complete ownership of it and that's one of my dreams uh it's crazy i had got like a scholarship you know for a uh, high school and people award you scholarships and it was the i think it was an oprah winfrey scholarship and they interviewed me and they asked me what i want to do and i said i want to bring a media center to gary a broadcaster center where, you know, you can just, um, whatever is in that field, we'll have a hub here. And they gave me the scholarship and it's just crazy that I'm doing that now, not to like the extreme where like I have my own building or anything, but I can see it getting there because of just like the things that I'm doing. So it's just all a part of my life story, all this stuff that's going on. That's how the starving artists came about because I want to highlight people. We don't have that in the Midwest, like a hub yeah. where you can highlight artists and things of that nature. So, uh, the good boy, his episode is coming uh, up. Uh, I'll probably drop it around his birthday. I actually have to finish it. I've been so busy, but God's plan, you know, perfect timing. Yep. But the next one, uh, he's going to start off season two of the starving artists, uh, Jordan Arnett, aka the good boy. So, 
I can't wait to see it. That's gonna be cold. Yes, sir. And let um where and where can people find the find the um episodes of when you release them? Uh, they can find it on my YouTube, same as my Instagram, Neighborhood Maddie M B H D M A D D Y. And uh, you know, you can go to videos, scroll down, or you have playlists, and it'll all be listed in the Starving Artist playlist. And if you want to go check it out, I, I did one on Taji. I did one on uh. DJ C Rob, Christian Robertson. I did one on Don Louie, and I did one on FTH Eads. And shout out to him because that was one that I got paid for. So that was super cool. Because uh, okay. I never expected to get paid for an uh, episode. I was just doing it out of the kindness of my heart. Hey, I want to pay you to come do this. So that was super dope. For real. And it's going to grow bigger and bigger, and, and you will naturally be getting paid from it. Mm-hmm. I just got to be consistent. So everybody listening out there, keep hitting me up. Like, <laughs> where's the starving artist? Where's the starving artist? So I could be forced to do it. Yep, because I'm like, I've seen the, um, when you did uh Taji episode. Mm-hmm. I've seen that one. And I'm like, when, when I've seen it, ones. it gave me like the, um like the feel that it was on like a, um not saying that you got the idea from Complex, but it made it seem like. um I did. <laughs> that it was a part. No, I'm saying, not saying that you stole the, the ideas or anything. I'm saying like it gave me the impression that it was like something that should be on complex, or mm. like like how they be doing like behind the scenes interviews and stuff with artists. Yeah, I had a, a web show in college too with one of my friends. It was called Cloth Talk, and we only did one episode because he ended up transferring. But we was uh, going around campus asking people about fashion. And then we did a, a dripping one-on-one. We went against each other, asked people who had the best outfit. And uh, we did um, another segment where it was kind of just like we was putting people on new songs and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm going to get back into that. I'm just trying to figure out everything I want to do because, like I said, I do so much that it just is so, sometimes it's so hard to just narrow it down to one thing. But, I, you know, just choosing what's best. So. Yep, yeah. like finding a balance. Yes, balance. That's something I struggle with. So pray for me with that too. <laughs> I got you. Everything go go work out for you. You gonna be able to maintain everything. Appreciate that. No problem. But um, that was the last question that I had. Um, sure. I appreciate you coming through and dropping hey. gems for the people, and just leaving, leaving your story and inspiring people. Um. You can go ahead and let the people know where they can find you on social media and what you got coming next. Okay. Uh, well, of course, you can follow me on social media at Neighborhood Maddie, M-B-H-D-M-A-D-D-Y if you're interested in my photography, videography, or just any other media things, as well as YouTube, M-B-H-D-M-A-D-D-Y. And then if you're interested in me on the music level, you can follow me at Amari. Noel N O E L L E and check out my music. Uh, I'm about to do a lot of uh, music dropping in 2022. Really, just trying to find myself with that. And then as far as uh, music, yeah, that's what I got going on. But my media brand, uh, more clothes, more photos, and more community events. That's all I can say. Okay, like she said, go follow, go follow on Instagram, go follow her on on, or go subscribe to her on YouTube also, and and book with her for your photo and video needs, and what else? Uh, I and 
go follow us on Instagram at Chasing That Bag LLC for all updates with the podcast and the, the brand and anything Chasing That Bag. And follow us on everything else. Just type in Chasing That Bag and you will see us. And go but, shop. And go shop. So y'all better get for some sure. before these uh what I forgot what I paid for these hoodies, but before they become big money and you could have got them when you know you could have got them when you when he was starting off, but regardless of what it is, any price, y'all need to cop because it's sure. fire. And go get your neighborhood merch. Hey, you feel me? <laughs> for sure. But hey, I appreciate you, you coming through. For sure that you know how a game no go. I'm gonna be uh, reaching out to you more because you're a person that I feel like needs to be in my life. So hey, look at God connecting us. Bet just hit me up whenever. I got you. I appreciate right, you coming through. Just the end of the episode, and we out. Peace.